1: Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr. and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter.
2: And away we go. The ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, and more. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, Welch & Company Jewelers, Rosie's Corner, the Vince Consulting Group, and... Axe Exotic Pets, go ahead and visit them if you're in and around Central New York. Route 11 in Cicero, they've got the snakes and the lizards and the birds. They have all the aquariums, the amenities. They have crickets. Anything you need for your exotic pet, they got it. I'm telling you, Carl and his staff, they do a tremendous, tremendous job over at Axe Exotic Pets and go get them on Facebook as well. Axe Exotic Pets is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. I cannot wait to talk National Football League with this gentleman. He does an amazing job as a host of Good Morning Football on the NFL Network, 7 a.m., Monday to Friday. And you can follow him on Twitter, of course, at Will Sell the TV. Will, this is unbelievable to have you for a few minutes. Thanks so much for jumping on, man. Mike,
1: it is awesome to be on with you, my friend. How are
2: you? I'm doing really well. Um, let's start with just the the new faces in new places, right? I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. now is a Ram. Um, You know, we've got Cam Newton returning. I guess it would be old face to old place, right, with Cam uh, in in Carolina. What do you make of those two moves? And, And obviously the Rams just keep going for it here. They do. Well, living in a market like Los
1: Angeles, you see what the Dodgers did at the trade deadline. They ended up getting Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to bolster their team. Then you saw what the Lakers did. They got Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, to go along with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And then they add Von Miller and now OBJ. And this is really becoming the city of stars. And if you look at the impact of the OBJ signing just on the odds of the Rams winning the Super Bowl, it's Tactically unchanged and it will be fascinating to see how they are going to use him in the capacity they would like uh they don't like to really run the ball that much they really like to spread the ball out and that has made obj obviously salivating with the idea of getting the ball more but we had john johnson on uh soundbite of his just this morning and he talked about how he was in la last year and then he's uh, he was obviously now with uh, the Browns, and he talked about how the offense really goes through Cooper Cup. And he said that if it was me, I don't think I would go to LA. So this puts a lot of the onus and pressure on Matthew Stafford. And then when you look at the Panthers, at this point in time, you saw even before the shoulder injury, Sam Darnold wasn't the answer. And right now they are trying to figure out what they can do and they're going to see what Walker can do. But it's clear they're looking for any kind of spark and bringing back somebody like Cam, who I never thought in a million years he would go back to Carolina given how things ended up with him in 2019. So it will be fascinating to see what kind of spark he's going to give to the Panthers because still his arm issues and not being able to push it down the field as he used to do as a vintage cam that'll be interesting to see what they do with with his uh with his arm strength because it's definitely not the way it was when he was first there for nine seasons in
2: Carolina do you still believe in the Buffalo Bills
1: I definitely do. I still think that they are a front runner to make it to the Super Bowl. I think that all of these AFC contenders have laid an egg at one point in time uh, during the season. Last night? Ravens? uh, Exactly. Exactly. Right? Case in point, I mean, Miami really took it to the Ravens. You saw how much that blitz got to Lamar Jackson. He was mad on the sidelines. They couldn't get anything going. And with the Bills... You know, that was, that was obviously an embarrassing loss for them, especially with, with Sean McDermott and Josh Allen during this era that we've seen uh, from them. I just think that uh, it, it really just kind of reiterated what I think a lot of Bills fans and even Sean McDermott had mentioned, that they need to establish some form of a running game. And I don't think that DCs are up at night saying, "Ah, you know, we got to stop Devin Singletary or Zach Moss or even Matt Breida if he gets a chance to play I think like that doesn't really put a lot of fear in defenses. I also think that the issue for the bills has been that offensive line. Mm. And I think they're going to be getting Brown back. I think that helps out Not having Milano, that certainly hurt. Uh, they're going to have Dawson Knox. So that certainly helps out. But then what ends up happening is we see Josh Allen trying to make plays. And I think he's trying to do a lot of the, the, the hero ball on his own when he doesn't have the run game going and You've got the offensive line that, that uh, hasn't been up to snuff for them. So that, for me, is the one concern that I have from them because, as you know, Mike, in the playoffs, it comes down to the defense, and you have to have some semblance of a running game because right now they don't have it, and Josh Allen even admitted we don't need chunk plays. What we need right now are just four, five yards. That's it. Just give me something like that, and we can work with it and get just can kind of keep... Other opposing defenses off
2: balance. Will Selva, our guest, of course. Good morning, football airs Monday to Friday, seven a.m. at Will Selva TV on Twitter. Uh, NFL Network is just—it's amazing. Good Morning Football is amazing. I'm going to end the interview with with a question about Good Morning Football, but we'll keep the sure, absolutely. We'll keep the hot topics going here, and and, and one of those is Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay with the whole Corona situation, et cetera. I mean. As we sit here today, do you feel like Aaron Rodgers is more prone or less prone to get back to Green Bay in 2022?
1: That's a great question. I think, honestly, the OBJ move would make him prone not to stay because OBJ was offered a contract, but it was the minimum by the Packers, and the Rams offered him a little bit more. Now, granted, the the Rams have the the opportunities with how much they throw the ball, but you see how Tunyon goes down. That that's that and you saw what happened without Jordan Love being there. And I just think like that was a sign for Aaron Rodgers to say, okay, they want to help me out. They want us to make the playoffs to make a deep run and get to the Super Bowl. And OBJ would be nice. Even if OBJ was second fiddle to Devonte Adams, I think that would have shown something to Aaron Rodgers,
2: or fourth fiddle to <laughs> to to uh, you know I guess the guys who come after Devonte Adams, right? Like Valdez Scantling and Randall Cobb and all those guys. Right. Uh, if the roster is fully healthy, I, I'm going to stay in the NFC and 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 ask you. It's it's kind of a two part question. What team do you think right now is the best in the NFC, and is that team the best in the NFL? Because I feel like the AFC five-win teams everywhere: Bengals, Steelers, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Browns. Uh, Then you go in the NFL and the NFC, excuse me, and it seems like the cream of the crop rising to the top in the NFL with the Rams and the Pack. I know the Rams had a tough week last week, but you know the Bucks, the Packers, the Rams, the Cardinals are really good. Uh, Best team in the NFC, and is that your best team overall?
1: That's a great question. I think the best team uh, in the NFC right now, and boy, it's tough to say in the NFL, uh, just because, again, a lot of these teams have had bad losses. I mean, we saw the Bucks they lost to the Saints and Trevor Simeon, right? Uh, That being said, I still can't pick against Tom Brady. (laughs) I think Tom Brady is the, as Nate mentioned this morning, is the Thanos, and he's got all the Infinity Stones still. And we had Shady McCoy on earlier this week, and he talked about it. It's like, you cannot doubt Tom Brady Mm -hmm. and his preparation and what fires him up, and he, Mm -hmm. he believes, and I believe so, too, that Coming out of the bye, the Buccaneers may end up doing what they did the year prior. After that bye that they had, it was, again, a loss going to the bye, and then they just rattled up a bunch of wins. I think for the Bucks, health is going to be a big issue. You know, we saw that Gronk is going to be out. Godwin's dealing with a foot injury. Ab is also going to be out. But I just feel like they have a DNA. And I also feel like, guess what? They have a super team before the Rams had a super team. So I think at this moment... I would give the slight edge to the box over the Titans because I really like the Titans' defense and what they did to the Rams. I mean, they really just took it to them up front, and they were outmatched. We saw Simmons. We saw Autry, what they did, and they made uh, uh, Stafford just look befuddled and confused. And so I think they would have the slight edge, and then it would have probably third I would probably say the the Bills there. I just I can't bet against them. I think some of those issues that we were talking about, I uh, think they can fix, and they've got Sean McDermott and the quarterback to do it.
2: Are the Chiefs in real trouble?
1: Boy, the Chiefs. It, you know, it's funny because I had listened to Jerry Seinfeld recently. and He had said that being a comedian, you try to fill these 3,000 seat arenas and people are inherently bored when they're there. You have to entertain them. You, can't, you just can't go on reputation alone. Now he says this, this is Jerry Seinfeld obviously, but I think this goes with Kevin Hart Sebastian Maniscalco and so I say all this because I think we look at KC as these headliners that can do no wrong and there's this cloak of invincibility right now and I just don't see I, – I, I just see that they are in trouble. I do because, listen, they, they beat the Packers, but they beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and then they beat the 2021 version of the Giants. That doesn't convince me a lot. And you see Patrick Mahomes is just – his decision-making has not been there. And they're not playing with the same carefree attitude of, say, how the Warriors were during their dynastic run. It's not he's throwing – the, the ball from the logo and what's happening is that now other teams are doing the two high safeties and they're forcing uh, Mahomes to, to throw
2: underneath. Yeah. Like the bills too. Just, the bills, it's the same thing. Jaguars ran that defense and yep. the dolphins did the week before. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Mike. And so they exactly face the same thing to get those two, you know, uh, high safeties there and it makes it tough. And uh, also, Travis Kelsey, you see like that man coverage, mm-hmm. he's not handling it like he was in years past. Yeah. And part of it may have to do with injuries. And the other part of it is that he just is not able to get the separation. So what ends up happening is that then there's more emphasis on Tyree Kill. But also, uh, Patrick Mahomes has been done in by drop passes and fumbles from his pass catchers. And so, uh, I think, you know, they're not going to change their philosophy. I'm going to keep you know, chucking it down the field. But I do think some of that, hey, our defense isn't enough to snuff, so we have to force the ball down the field. And I think that's why they just haven't been able to find that rhythm, Mike.
2: You know, the Chiefs, the Bills, I mean, they both went to a championship game a a year ago. The Chiefs have been to three straight AFC title games. They have won a Super Bowl, and they've been to two Super Bowls overall. I mean, this is is a heck of a kind of a mini run. I'm I'm not going to call it a dynasty yet lot of work left to to, to do, but yeah, th- th- this makes me bring up this topic, and th- and then I'll ask you something on Good Morning Football, and then we'll get out of here. But you you sure. you look at the Chiefs and the Bills, and you know when you see teams rise, the greater a team gets, the more film is out there, the the bigger mm-hmm. the target on the back, the more people want to beat you. Um, the harder it is with expectations and hype. As you rise up, that means certain players are getting paid a lot more money as well. In Buffalo, that's the case with Josh Allen. This past offseason, all the endorsements, the wings, the beer, you know, the, the, the QB1 seltzer, all that sort of stuff. Super Bowl expectations, all of it. So, how much do you think all of that stuff has to do with some people figuring out the Chiefs and some people figuring out the Bills? Uh, I think that's definitely the case. I think that in
1: the NFL, you you eventually get figured out. I mean, that goes all the way back to the Wildcat and some of these other uh, offensive uh, concepts. And I think that with the, the Chiefs in particular, I think the Buccaneers gave us the blueprint, right? They gave us the blueprint of how to stop. Uh, Mahomes now granted he had a patchwork offensive line so he was running for his life but Mm -hmm. you know the Buccaneers really took it to him and Bowles had a tremendous defensive plan and I think that is likely the same for the Bills where you know they are so heavily reliant on Josh Allen we know he's got a cannon for an arm we know that he can run the ball but we saw the the Jaguars really kind of figure it out on him and the other Josh Allen, you know, really making his presence known there. And um, for sure, I mean, I think these defensive coordinators, they've figured things out. That's why with the Rams against the Titans too, you know, the the, the again, the Titans really pushed around that, that Rams front. And it doesn't matter if you have Jerry Rice, OBJ, Randy Moss as your wide receivers. If you can't throw the ball and if you don't have time, forget it. It doesn't matter. So is that now the secret sauce to stop the Rams? Yeah, potentially. You know, potentially that's the way to do it. So it is definitely going to be a tougher road for them. I know Josh has a lot more uh, on his plate in terms of expectations and pressure, etc. But there's just something about about you know McDermott and Reed where I just think that these guys can figure things out but so have the other guys, too, you know? And we also saw, I guess, the Jaguars, let's not forget, there were a lot of penalties in that game, too, and that was also uncharacteristic of a Sean McDermott team.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt. It's such great points by you. In closing, in the last minute I have with you, um, yeah. Kyle Brant, you, Kay Adams, Schrager, Burleson's still a part of it, obviously, and he's on the the, the, the other gig, I know, but Um, this show is, 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 it's, it's, it's spectacular. I mean, it's 7am every day you wake up, you know, you're going to get it. You know, you're going to get recaps and stories and fun segments. And Kyle Brant's out of his mind, by the way, um, in a good way, in a good way. Um, the flow is amazing. The chemistry is incredible. The guests obviously are, are top notch. What do you think being a part of this program? What do you think is the a number one? reason for it. What makes good morning football work?
1: What makes it work is beside the, the chemistry is that we really don't know what we are going to be
0: doing from segment to segment, <laughs> hour to hour, uh,
1: literally week to week. And that's wow. the unpredictability of it is what makes it so much fun. You know, because I get up way earlier than those guys because on the on the West Coast, I have zero idea what I'm going to be talking about. They'll ask me about the the um you know the MTV, you know, music awards or they'll they'll ask me about you know certain random things like, hey, did you see, you know, this Gary Busey, you know, movie from back in you know the nineties? I have no idea like what they're going to ask me and sometimes they don't know what's going to be said or what they're going to do. And that's what makes it so much fun is we have some laughs. And listen, there are people out there who are like, I want X's and O's, X's and O's, X's and O's. But people get bored of that because you want to try to make it palatable and talk about the storylines that a lot of people are are talking about. And also, you you give shine to the teams like the Bills. I mean, we've had a, a lot of the Bills on our show. And so we get a chance to have them come on and show some personality. And it's funny. And then they play the games that we do with them. I mean, I think that's what's made, you know, shows like with Jimmy Fallon, you know, so great, right? The, the, the you know, the, the late night show that he has. It's like he, he puts these guests through these kind of, you know, different questions and, and games. And I just think the unpredictability and the fun that we have with it. Is that that's because if I was doing like regular news, I don't think I would have as much fun as I do now. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know what's going to come out of KB's mouth. I have no idea what Kay's is going to say <laughs> to me. You know,
2: and what, she is what some host, by there, the way, man. You know? She is so, straight, she's, she's gonna so good. Kay Adams is such an unbelievable host.
1: Oh yeah, I mean she has to keep those guys in line.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, you know because I've been in studio before with those guys mm-hmm. and it's like hurting
1: cats. You know, They're like <laughs> trying to get back on on track and. <laughs> You know, then we go off the rails, and then the the producers, you know, uh, giving us, you know, these cues to to you know go to break and everything. And and for me, it's just been fun. I mean, it's just like doing this since the very beginning. Mike it's just it's funny. I just remember we were doing these test shows, and the first first time we first segment that I was a part of it, I was like, oh man, there goes my career. I don't know how this is gonna go. This show's not gonna last. We've had morning shows talk about football before. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to just strap in and let's go. <laughs> so, you know, so that's how that's how it's been like, and it's been a lot of fun. So I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you watching.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. It's must-watch. I wake up every morning. I can't wait to throw it on. Will Selva TV on Twitter, at Will Selva TV. He is a host for Good Morning Football every single day, Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. on the NFL Network. Go tune in. Go check it out. Go follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Will, this was amazing. Thank you a million. Uh, Hopefully we can do it again real soon and uh, continued success your way.
1: Hey, Mike, it was my pleasure. Thanks again, my friend. I appreciate
2: it. I knew it would be spectacular with Will Selva. Good morning, football on the NFL Network. This is the ML Sports Platter, all brought to you by our great, great friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and hello, 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 hello. It's wedding season again. This winter, Welch & Company Jewelers they have it all, man, engagement rings, wedding rings, you name it, watches, uh, bracelets, etc. cetera. Hey, if you're popping the question this holiday season, go with Welch & Company Jewelers. You can shop the showcase of their engagement rings today at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as Camilla's Golf Club and Elevate Fitness of Syracuse for their support of the ML Sports Platter. All right, I'm going to get to week, can you, first of all, I know I do this every week. I can't believe where we are in the NFL season. I can't believe that it's Thanksgiving soon. I can you know, time is just flying. Week 10 in the NFL. Can you believe it? And I'm going to preview the week, I'm going to rip through these games super, super fast. By the way, hell of a win for the Dolphins against the Ravens. Uh, just giving Lamar Jackson all kinds of problems. The blitz was crazy. Physical, I almost feel like the Dolphins played Ravens football against against Baltimore, gave them a little bit of their own medicine. That's a huge loss for Baltimore, and obviously opens the door a little bit more for teams like Buffalo in the AFC. Falcons at Cowboys. You know, I got to feel like the Cowboys, after getting drubbed by Denver last week, that it's kind of a, Yo, we got to get it, game, right? I mean, where's Prescott? Where's Elliott? Like, let's get the you know the ground game going. I and mean, then obviously, um, you know this this Dallas team so far this year. I mean, Zeke Elliott uh, has not been uh, Zeke Elliott. That's all there is to it. You know, Tony Pollard's come in. He's got 403 yards. Maybe 200 of those go to Zeke if he's not there. I don't know. Uh, but he's become a nice little compliment to Zeke, and we need to see Zeke. Getting a 100-yard game, 100, 125 yards, a couple of touchdowns, like get back to it. I think the Cowboys win this game big. I'm going to go 31-20. Uh, they're favored by nine. I think they cover that spread. Saints at Titans. This game is really interesting because Tennessee's got to lose soon, right? Um, but New Orleans, again, out of their element, traveling outside, tough defense, hot team. This is a really 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 hard game to pick. And the Saints secondary and their defense is actually pretty good, pretty physical. Can they contain AJ Brown? Right? Like that's one of the matchups I'm looking for. The secondary of the Saints, can you can you can you control AJ Brown in this game? I'm going to pick Tennessee, but I'm going to pick them real close. 30 to 27. A late field goal gets it done for the Titans, but man, if if the Saints win, I I won't be surprised. Jaguars coming off the win last week against the Bills. They go at the Colts. I think they get rolled in this game because the Colts are going to be able to run the football quite a bit with Jonathan Taylor. Set up the play action. Carson Wentz to Pittman Jr. and company. I like the Colts by four touchdowns in this game. I'm going to go 31-3. to The Colts take care of business at home against the Jaguars. Arguably the game of the day. Browns at the Patriots. I mean, wow. Look at this right here. The Patriots have five wins. And I mentioned it to Will Saba a minute ago. I mean... Look at the AFC across the board: Browns, Pats, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, right? Like the Steelers. There's so many teams with five wins. I think New England wins this game. I, I picked them in the pick'em. I think they win it outright. They're favored by two and a half. And I don't know as I record this what the situation is going to be with the corona with Nick Chubb. I'm taking New England. I'm going to take it in a them in a bloodbath. I'm going to go 20 to 16, New England, and I think they cover it. As well, this game is going to be really, really interesting. Might come down to Mac Jones versus Baker Mayfield, maybe, right? Like OBJ not there anymore for Baker. His completion percentage is better without him. Uh, Yeah, it could come down to the QBs. It could come down to that ferocious New England defense. I think it's going to come down to turnover, short field, and special teams in a game like this. Bills at the Jets, look. There's no team in the NFL that needs a big win. I mean, big win, not just a big win in any way, shape, or form, but a big, big win. In other words, winning big. There's no team that needs it more than the Bills, and I'm going to take the Bills in this game 28-16. Uh, to 16. I don't think it will be that pretty. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they come out and blow them out. Uh, I think Leslie Frazier's got to bring the house on the defense, make White, Mike White super uncomfortable. I'm not sure the Bills have been blitzing enough anyway against some of these quarterbacks, including Trevor Lawrence last week. Uh, But I am going to take Buffalo in this game. They're favored by 12. That line is crazy. Um, Thinking about, you know, them coming off of that win uh, or that loss, I should say, against the Jaguars last week, but I'm picking them by 12. So it's like you look at the line, you go, whoa, and then you give a prediction. You're like, oh, okay. Um, but it, it, it's got to be the offensive line's got to get healthy. I mean, they need Spencer Brown at right tackle, so you can move Dion da- or uh, uh, Dara Williams back into the right guard position. You got Mitch Morse at center, Dion Dawkins at left tackle, and John Feliciano's health. You know, <laughs> when he's healthy, he's the left guard. That's the unit you need for the Bills. Bucker and Bates, uh, Cody Ford. These guys are not any good, um, and and the Bills need their big core five in there. Uh, I think they get it done, but I think it takes a little while in New York. I'm not confident, uh, sorry, in New Jersey. Lions at the Steelers. Uh, Detroit had a bye week last week, so that means they won, right? I'm going to take the Steelers in this game 38-21. to Too much Najee Harris. He's starting to find his way there. Deontay Johnson and company off the play action. Again, run the ball, control things, get some turnovers. Off the play action, that defense for Pittsburgh is going to overwhelm the Lions' offense with Hayward and Watt and company. I'm going to take the Steelers big in this one. Buccaneers at Washington, interesting road game here for Tampa. We know the Washington football team's defensive line has not played incredibly well this year. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers big in this game, 33-10. Uh, to 10. I just don't see Washington being able to move the ball. I see Tampa Bay just overwhelming them, creating turnovers. Tom Brady, by the way, he could get to 3,000 yards in this game. I mean, it's, I know it's never been easier to play the position. I know the rules favor the quarterbacks. The rules favor the offense. But the dude still has 2,650 yards and 25 TDs, man. And he's 231 to 343. I mean, this guy is outrageous right now. Outrageous. Tampa Bay favored by 9.5, by the way. Should mention that the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by eights in their game at home against Detroit. Vikings at the Chargers. We saw the Chargers last week play big boy football, you know, in Philly, drive, you know, fly across the country, Uh, hostile environment. They had gotten their doors blown off the week before, and they win against the Eagles. Again, Eagles are not a great team, but that was a game you had to have. You had to rebound. Herbert was fantastic, read the defense perfectly, and now they play a Viking team coming in. Again, Vikings away, not as strong. They're 1-3. I think the Chargers win big in this game. I think there's actually going to be a lot of blowouts in the NFL this week. I'm going to go Chargers 40, Vikings 16 in this game. The key is going to be for Minnesota, obviously, Kirk Cousins, but can you run with Dalvin Cook, set up some of the play action with Justin Jefferson and company? They haven't found Justin Jefferson in the red zone, I think as much as they'd like to, he has four touchdowns this year, but for a guy who's been labeled as this like new wave wide receiver with Jamar chase. And maybe, you know, in a couple of years, we'll talk about Jalen Waddle that way, Devontae Smith that way. Look, if he's your number one guy, man, you need him in the red zone more. They've got to target him more. They got to get him the football in the red zone. Uh, I'm going to take the chargers big in this game. They're favored by three Eagles at Broncos should be a, a, a pretty brutal game. I, I would think, and by the way, all those AFC teams, AFC, uh, uh, you know, th- this conference, they have five wins everywhere you look. Denver, Denver has five wins. How is it possible that Denver has five wins? I, I don't know. Vic Fangio has been playing for his job. The defense came out uh, absolutely on fire last week. They blew out the Cowboys. Um, and I think they win this game, and, and that puts them at 6-4. and four. That's, that's an interesting spot for, for Denver uh, in terms of the playoff picture heading into Week 11. Denver favored by two and a half. I think they cover that. I'm going to take Denver 26 to 21. Seahawks are at the Green Bay Packers. As I record this, I don't know the status of Aaron Rodgers with the Corona. I do know the status of Russell Wilson. Rodgers has to test uh, negative, obviously, a couple of times, I think, after the quarantine. Um, But uh, this this is at Lambeau. And it's all going to come down to Aaron Rodgers to me. I mean, if, if, he's, if he's not in there, uh, they're, they're going to have some major problems. Um, I think that the Packers might, because they're home, be able to keep it close. <sighs> Man, but I, I'm going to lean on both quarterbacks playing. I, I stand because I think he'll test negative. He's a healthy guy, great immune system. I'm going to go Packers close, 31-28 to 28 in this game. But I think Russell Wilson comes back with a vengeance. I think this is a very, 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 very good game. Uh, in that 425 CBS slot. Very interesting to see two NFC teams play on CBS, much like two AFC teams play uh, on Fox. But we do see that once in a while. It's all contract-driven. Chiefs at the Raiders for Sunday Night Football, a tremendous, tremendous rivalry going back years and years and years. The Raiders, you know, that Henry Ruggs, what a scumbag uh, for driving 156 miles an hour, um, crashing into a young woman, 23 years old, with her dog, I read it was a golden retriever. I have a golden retriever. It breaks my heart. It really, really breaks my heart that that kind of stuff happens. I mean, that guy was texting Derek Carr around midnight, hitting golf balls at a range, I believe, uh, you know, like a golf dome type of a thing. And then, like, hours later, he just gets in a car after he's obliterated and drives, you know, on side streets, 156 miles an hour. There's no reason for that. Um, Take an Uber, you're a multimillionaire. I just... And lives that were a I just can't I just can't even I can't even stare that one in the face. I can't. Um Derek Carr, he's done a good job holding everything together, I think, for this Raider team. The Chiefs look shaky right now. Oh, this is a tough game to pick, man. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. I'm gonna take the Chiefs close. It's so hard for me, even with all their problems, it's so hard for me to bet against KC. I'm gonna take Kansas City in a very high-scoring game, 41-38 in Las Vegas. That atmosphere is going to be unbelievable. Rams at the 49ers. The 49ers seem to be a little bit of a broken team. The Rams lost last week. Uh, they really need to get back into the win column. Boy, the Rams got pushed around. They got absolutely out physicalled by the Tennessee Titans, 28-16. The offense couldn't do anything. Stafford uh, threw a couple of picks in this game. In fact, Tennessee, I think, scored... 14 points in a matter of what was it, like 16 seconds or something. Um, so I think I think this is a I think this is the Rams game to lose here. I'm gonna take them 30 to 26. I think the 49ers play a little bit better because they're at home. But you know, again, too much Stafford, too much cup, too much Robert Woods, uh, you know, OBJ he gets in there, right, for a little bit of time. Uh, you know, Von Miller starting to get used to some things, him and Aaron Donald, that defense, they're really going for it. Uh, in L.A. with the Rams, and uh, I think that uh, this is, you know, and look, they played great on the road this year too. They're 4-0 on the road. I'm going to take the Rams over the 49ers in this one. 3.5 is the line in favor of the L.A. Rams. Four teams are off for Week 10, Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub, sit, means sit, Syracuse, Welch & Company Jewelers, Stanley Law Offices, and Bryant & Stratton College of Syracuse. Two and four-year degrees are always available. Classes are starting soon at Bryant & Stratton College of Syracuse. Two awesome locations if you're in and around central New York, or if you're listening to this podcast, you want to come from out of town, you can do that too. You can play soccer, you can play uh, basketball. Uh, They got a baseball program going now as well. It's just a great time to be a Bobcat. Athletics, academics, and excellence at Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse. Log on today to bryantstratton.edu and bscbobcats.com. Go Bobcats, Bryant and Stratton College. Of Syracuse is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Thanks again to Will Selva from the NFL Network. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.